0: slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com
1: Carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at carmax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car that's why every car we sell is carmax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer so don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
2: All 7 Podcast Network. Listen different.
3: welcome back to something after dark everyone it's your girl ashley mendoza back for another episode of buckery and hot takes with my friends i do have a special guest today as i told you guys last week i would uh so welcome back to the episode
4: hey ashley how's it going
3: <laughs> welcome back young student loans this is like your third or fourth episode on yeah Something like that. So we love a recurring guest, a recurring character on Simpin' After Dark. If you are new here, Simpin' After Dark is a podcast where basically every episode I pick a new song, get into the lyrics, get into whatever feelings come up, talk my shit, and yeah, basically. So just pour yourself a glass of wine, whatever, light it up, roll it up, all that shit, whatever you do to feel good, because every time this guy's on, it gets a little toxic in here, Talking our shit, so be prepared. Okay, this is not a time for wholesomeness. It's about to get crazy.
4: Put the kids to bed. Put
3: the kids. (laughs) Put the kids to bed. This is not the one for the kids. Um, so how have you been? Are you ready for this?
4: I'm always ready. YSL. YSL forever. But I've been good. How you been?
3: Pretty good. You know, just doing this. I'm excited about this episode. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I have to have you on every season, so this is your (laughs) time. And everything that you've been wanting to say, I hope you have it ready. Oh. oh, I do. All right. So you were letting me know that you did not listen to the song that I sent you. Um, it's all good. It's all good.
4: Well, what had happened was...
3: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about a song called Issues by Reggie Becton. Um, I had never really heard of him. Also one of those that just came up on like my Artist radio, whatever, but mm-hmm. then I clicked on a song and I was like, oh, I already have a few songs saved by him So I was like, okay, I fuck with him. He's really dope super R&B And this song issues is basically just about like a super toxic situationship. One of those relationships where like you kind of like break up get back together, but like you go on breaks and then still Keep in touch mm-hmm. and then just do fuck shit to each other like just keep trying to hurt each other So, it has a lot of interesting themes because, like, can something like that even work, you know? Like, once there's so much damage done, can you, like, really work that out, you know? I don't know. What do you think before we jump into it? I mean,
4: I mean, a lot of people always say you can work out things. But I think that's unfortunately the thing about once you open Pandora's box, whether you do something wrong, realize you don't love someone, you cheat, you do whatever. Just, like, well, (laughs) we're here. And, like... And everyone doesn't need to be able to get over it sometimes but sometimes you may not, you're not capable. And
3: yeah, like there's like a threshold yeah. of how much pain you can cause each other, right? Yeah. I agree. I feel the same way. Um, I was telling you kind of about the music video a little bit, so let me just go over it for the listener. Um, it's basically just him and a girl. It just establishes, obviously, they're on a break, but they like each other. They're at the same party. She's talking to a dude in the corner, and he's just, like, eyeballing her, like, obviously, like, pissed or jealous. She's trying to make him jealous, clearly. And then a girl comes up to him and is, like, talking to him, and he's, like, "Hey, hey yeah. <laughs> so then, like, they get up and, like, walk out, like, about to head home, obviously gonna fuck or something. So yeah. then she's, like, pissed, obviously. She, like, looks mad, but what, she, what can she do? Like, she kind of started it, you know? And that's my thing. Like, I couldn't play that game because I'll get too upset we yeah. are all just do something stupid. And, like, I don't like living with the anticipation of knowing that someone's going to try to get their lick back. So, like, I think once it's gone too far, it's like, I'm out. But mm. that's just me, though.
4: You mean, like, if you feel like the stakes just get too high, you just will remove yourself? Yeah,
3: because it's like, if I hurt you and we get back together, I feel like you're just going to try to hurt me back. So let me not, because I don't want to get hurt. I mean,
4: that's the only thing about the whole get back thing is that. <laughs> what's the equal balance because like the whole thing because like even if you go to the nuance and you say like okay so um i got back at you because i fucked someone and then another person well i got back to you because i fucked someone okay we can say that's equal but then you find out the person that you fucked or that she fucked the best person she ever fucked so now you got to deal <sighs> with that mentally yeah. yeah
3: it's just like never just the issue in a vacuum it's like always like nuances attached to it and like it can never truly be even mm-hmm. basically so it's hard
4: also, some people kind of turned on about those things. Uh, some people—that's how you get to.
3: You think so? <laughs> uh, yes. Have you met someone like that? Uh, yeah. Or are you like that? <laughs> Thinking about it,
4: there's a <laughs> there's a competitive thing about me that mm, interests me. But I think I've met people
3: competitive, like in a toxic way.
4: No, not, oh, no, 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 not, like, in a toxic way, but just the, well, the idea about, like, someone um, maybe, like, being interested in someone else, but me proving that I'm better than them. There's oh,
3: like, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is toxic. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I don't know. I mean, are you talking about, like, in the beginning of, like, a relationship before it's, like, solid or just even throughout the relationship? At the beginning? <laughs> Okay, well, let's maybe like settle for the new, new <laughs> listeners because like some people start off the newest episode and go backwards, yeah. <laughs> so maybe you should like, oh yeah, expand. So
4: a background for anyone <laughs> listening for the first time: I'm polyamorous, <laughs> and, um, um, and I have like main partners and then other situations. So it's
3: so like what what is like polyamory for you? Just in case like anyone like is kind of confused on what that means.
4: Okay, so. In general, polyamory is just uh, the idea of having multiple ways of how you show affection or love. So that can be in a physical sense, a relationship sense. Some people consider relationships that they have, even if it seems platonic as friends, that that's a relationship that I use for emotion. Some people have partners where it's for sexual. Some people have partners where it might be for financial. But the thing is, like, it's in a copacetic thing where everyone understands those things who participate in it. But everyone's rules change. For me... I have I all my relationships that are considered partners are all open meaning like I'm open to do whatever I want to do when it comes to like physicality or sexual stuff and then my partners are open to do whatever they want as long as it's within safety of each other and communicate things as though they need to communicate and yes if you tell yourself man sounds like a lot of work you're right
3: <laughs>
2: yeah
4: it is.
3: <laughs> it's definitely not an out how some people like to look at it. Like, oh, you like you just want to cheat. Like, it's not just that simple or black or white.
4: Yeah, because I think a lot of times with polyamory, people confuse it with E&M, which is, like, ethnically non-monogamous, which I view as being a different thing. and Ethically non-monogamous, non-monogamous yeah. is
3: different from polyamorous. Yes.
4: I personally feel this, though, because I feel for polyamory, like, there's established partners and established, like, boundaries. And I feel like for a lot of e and if they're in a situation, it's like I, essentially I date this person, but we have open sexual relationships, but I only have like one main person. Like I don't have another.
3: Okay. So it's kind of just like ethically stepping outside of the bounds of your relationship. Like you communicate before you go on yeah. a date or go fuck them. Yeah,
4: Cause there's some people who are ENM who aren't in, who don't have a partner. They're just like, just open. They don't really believe in having just whatever. But the thing about polyamory is like, you're, the uh, the caveats are some people are single polyamory, which means like they just are extended, but they don't have necessarily a main. Was well, that
3: like solo polyamory?
4: Yeah. Okay. And that's not, that's not me, but um.
3: That's <laughs> not you. Not
4: that's not me. Like, cause the thing is, like, I have understood boundaries and things, and anytime I get involved with people, I establish and state those, and then my, the people I'm connected to state those things or whatever. But anyway, going back to the whole thing about the challenge thing, because you're kind of speaking from, like, a monogamous point of view. like Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely been like that about at the beginning of, like, a relationship. Like, <laughs> I guess being competitive, proving being better. Or
3: That's hilarious. Better. I'm um, like, no, I ain't about to compete. Oh, I
4: mean, it's not even really a competing with anyone. just, like, I don't know. It's
3: still just knowing that there's, like, somebody else on their radar and it's, like, having to, like, prove yourself.
4: I mean, I mean, uh. I mean, from a perspective of, like, from that power dynamic, I understand it from that perspective. But for me, it's more of, like, I don't know. I like performing. I like proving (laughs) (laughs) myself.
3: Okay, okay. (laughs) Well, to each their own. own.
4: Yeah, (laughs) I don't think everyone needs to be like that. But I don't – I know you say it's toxic. It it probably inherently is. But, uh, (laughs) but no, I just feel like everyone, like, everyone has choices and options. But I
3: think – Coming from someone that's polyamory, it's less toxic because it just kind of feels more in line with just, like, the dynamic of your relationships anyway. Like, I think for, like, monogamous, it's more toxic. But, like, for you, it's more understandable because it's, like, you're dealing with people that have other partners. So, like, that makes more sense.
4: And also what I mean by, like, competing doesn't mean, like, I don't want to say, like, someone's, like, actively, like, if you're trying to talk to like someone, they're actively talking to someone else, but they're just like, oh, prove yourself. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just in general, like, cause I guess what people call it, the talking stage. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what the monogs say?
3: The talking stage. Yeah. <laughs> the monogs. <laughs> I don't like that word. <laughs>
4: um. Yeah, I guess the talking stage. It's like people be talking to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, like, is it. Is it wrong? I guess I
3: kind of yeah. like the word dating better. I mean, it depends. Like, are you just like hooking up? Or are you just fucking? So or are you actually talking? Because to me, dating, like talking, is like if you're dating to enter a relationship, you know, like feeling them out before you make it official. That's what talking is to me. So,
4: yo, that's wild. Because I, I have, <laughs> I have this weird thing. So, do you <laughs> think you can be dating someone without actually having a conversation establishing that you're dating? With the other person that you think you're dating,
3: uh, I think it just makes it messy because then somebody else could just be like thinking you're just hanging out.
4: No, I'm, I'm saying that's the that's the thing, right? Because I, unfortunately, historically speaking, if I'm hanging out with someone, I just always use hanging out and I yeah. don't consider it dating. But then I've been in a situation where someone's like, "Oh no, we're dating." I was like, "Oh, we never had this conversation."
3: I mean, I think you could only call it dating. If you're going on actual dates, because okay. if you're going on like date, date, what
4: counts as a date?
3: Like something like cute and planned out, tailored to them specifically versus just like come over Netflix and chill type thing, you know, something with more effort where it's like you're courting.
4: So if it's just going to someone's house, that's not dating. No, no, I
3: agree. Yeah. That's just like you're hanging out. You're fucking. We are. You're, yeah.
4: We're hanging out.
3: I think, like, dating, like, if you're going to say dating without having the conversation, then it needs to be these dates where it very much seems like someone is courting you. But yeah. either way, I think you should have that conversation because somebody might just be into going on dates without trying to go anywhere. Yeah. So it's just never safe to just assume.
4: No, I, I agree. And yeah. I am all about communication because
2: yeah.
4: I've been in too many, unfortunately, too many situations where, like like, someone that, like, hung out with me, let's say three times and let's say is over the spread of like five months or something
3: oh yeah that's and,
4: and there's like yeah they'd be like well you know someone i'm dating and i was like wait what dating are
3: you, what are you are hanging out with somebody three times over the span of five months that just means you hung out three times over the span of five months that's all that means
4: um, actually this is why i like coming back for something after dark because We're always on the same page.
3: Like, (laughs) Like, That's just like, to me, if we're talking or dating, like, I'm going to need to see you way more than that. And it's (laughs) going to be fucking established that this is something. Because I'm going to be like, you better not be talking to nobody else. If that's what I want. If I like you like that.
4: Is that how the monogs break it down?
3: That's how the monogs break (laughs) it down. (laughs) Even though I hate that word still. (laughs) But Whatever. All right, well, let's get into some of these uh, lyrics. Okay. And by the way, this guy is really cool um, He doesn't seem too big. So keep an eye out for him. I don't know where he's from or anything I just followed him on like Twitter. Nice. I was like, he is cool. Every time
4: I see his last name I always think it's Bitcoin.
3: Me too. <laughs> that happened to me too. <laughs> I was like Reggie Bitcoin, Reggie Bitcoin. <laughs> No, it's Beckton. So that, that might be good marketing Association. Brand. <laughs> brand association positive brand association if it's association. positive i'm not really too into the crypto thing uh, i know. have some oh do you know? but that should have been tanking
4: i mean yeah that's the best time to buy
3: i know but i'm also like <laughs> 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 all my pockets <laughs> they hurt <laughs> where did my money go <laughs> where <are> all my <laughs> coins go <laughs> yeah but definitely good time to buy I think it'll come back on hang on guys to the moon
4: Is that a is that a date in there for you if you go on a date and that's the dude just starts talking about crypto the whole time
3: Ooh, <laughs> I probably would be annoyed just because it's really fucking boring mostly Mostly that's why nothing against crypto but like don't talk my ear off about something mm-hmm. You know unless I'm like asking questions then I'm interested if not Shut the fuck up oh,
4: next yeah. topic please yeah, I always tell, I always tell like, unfortunately, D's I talk to when I say, like, I don't know how to talk to. There's <laughs> one I'm trying to talk to. I was like, have you ever like asked them a question about themselves? To like, that's it. If you ever run out of things to talk about, how i just ask the person something about them, they'll keep the conversation going. And they're just like, oh, I never thought about that.
3: Literally, foreign concept for a lot of people, for a lot of men. <coughs> foreign concept. <laughs>
2: Look, we keep fucking like we painless
4: One day we lovers, then we strangers No interruptions no discussions It's a it's like a playlist Cause all we doing is playing Oh, we been going through things We used to be in love We used to be in love But now we got issues Now we got issues
3: Okay, so intro, he says, I thought I told you not to break my heart. Oh, wait a minute. Verse one, just look at who you came with. And you wonder why I'm jaded. You used to run my mind like daily. Now you are running up my patience. I get that we both famous. I hate the fact that we get painted. So tell me what you're saying. Because we both a little faded. It must be my fixation. On good girls who love creators, I wonder why I'm complaining when I knew what I was facing. Mm. Okay, so mm. I like that. Very mm. real, very just like That's relatable. industry talk right there. Yeah, just kind of painting a picture. Like the whole, I get that we both famous. I always wonder like what the fuck that would be like to be super famous and dating. Or just like in the industry in general where like you're around a lot of people and all that. I feel like we kind of talked about that one time. Yeah. I remember mentioning like Iowa. And, like, <laughs> when you're, like, in a different state, like, I don't want to, you know, that's fine. But, like, that would suck to be in the same city as someone finding out they're, like, fucking all these people or flirting and having to, like, see pictures and, like, people hitting you up. Like, yo, I see your dude here. He's, <laughs> like, with all these girls. Yeah. It's just messy.
4: Also, it's Delaware.
3: Oh, Delaware. I said Iowa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry, no, same, Iowa. Same thing. I, now I fucking offended another state.
4: Nah, no, it's fine. I knew someone who was fucking someone in Iowa. And I was like, how the fuck you find them?
3: No way. They were trying to get that exclusive. <laughs> the untouched. <laughs>
4: no offense to anyone from Iowa. Um,
3: no offense whatsoever. I think. Do I have listeners in Iowa? I, I mean, I don't know. Shout out to Iowa. Shout out to Iowa. Shout out y'all, to Delaware. they are looking good. Shout out to, you know what? I think I said Iowa because I think I do have listeners in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Um.
4: Think, uh, they'd be like, they'd be <laughs> like oh, yo, upon a time I was fucking on somebody from <laughs> Iowa? <laughs> I'm
3: just ignorant. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so basically you could picture I talked about the music video. Like, he starts off with, like, just look at who you came with and you wonder why I'm jaded. And, like, that is such a familiar feeling. It's, like, being questioned by, questioned by someone that's, like, why like don't you trust me blah 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 but then like they do all this shit to make you not trust them that's like the most toxic shit ever dealing with someone that can't like realize the consequences of their actions and like why you are the way you are with them so it's like at that point do you just leave or are you working it out me personally like if you're not even going to be understanding after like doing me like that that's fuck you now i'm just more mad Like I'd rather like someone do me dirty, and like if we're gonna work it out, like at least acknowledge it and just worship me and bow down. And that
4: doesn't just get your your fires burning. That That really
3: burns me up.
4: They don't like don't don't make you want (laughs) to fight more. Be like I can't believe you would disrespect me like that. I'll show you.
3: Like I just want to know that you fucking know at least. But like I couldn't do this whole shit where you're like going back and forth, like trying to get each other jealous. That I don't get. And I'm sure when you're like in the industry. Like going to the same parties and all that—it's yeah. even fucking messier.
4: I will tell you, one hundred and ten percent, everyone is fucking the same people in industry-related things.
3: Uh, and do you feel like people are more likely to be like toxic like that in the industry? Um, like, do people have like an understanding that like, well, we're gonna be around people more? Well,
4: it's—I think it's a—I think it's a concept of like, if you understand that you maybe existing in vapidness that everything's vapid so like i don't really care like it's one of those things is like uh, what people say oh you know what you're getting yourself into and unfortunately like for a lot of the things when it
3: comes the last to, line right here
4: yeah and that's like a real thing like whether it's like the art industry fashion industry music movies a lot of times those relationships are vapid but also people quote unquote are artists but everyone's like connected and whatever and everyone's in situationships and situationships don't have boundaries so they end when they end and then people just keep going and you charge it to the game. It's just
3: like, one long-ass situationship.
4: Yeah, because like I said, especially in LA, it's, even though it's big, when it comes to the industry, it's so small.
3: Oh, yeah. And
4: you'll see a lot of this like, same people.
3: You'll be surprised. Like, the longer you're, like, in any kind of just creative environment, industry around people, it's so fucking small. And that's why you have to just, like, be careful the way you move. Because, like, you yeah. can fuck someone over and yeah. turns out they know somebody over here.
4: Yep. Yeah.
3: yeah. It could get messy.
4: Been in those boats before. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So, as, like, messy as it gets, I think, like, the stakes are higher, too. Yeah. And maybe that's kind of why it's so messy because it's just, like, you <coughs> kind of have an understanding that, like, everyone knows everyone. And more shit's going to be put on blast. You're going to be around more people. I don't know. It sounds fucking wild to me, but like it's also like I listen to this and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like they love each other, <laughs> but they're just like in this shitty ass situation. It's just messy as fuck. Hey
4: man, you can love someone and not be in love with them.
3: Oh yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> All right, and then the pre-chorus, he says, "Look, we keep fucking like we painless. One day we lovers, then we strangers." no interruptions or discussions, it's a ruckus, it's like a playlist, because all we doing this playing, oh, we've been going through things, so I wanted to talk about that line specifically, he says, look, we keep fucking, like, we, plain, like we painless, one day we lovers, and we strangers, which I think just, like, a good question, like, if you're some, in something like that, where it's like, a relationship slash situationship whatever Mm -hmm. and like you have issues you love each other and like you do want to be together but you keep kind of hurting each other like is it a good idea to keep fucking or should you be celibate because like my thing is like if you don't fuck then it's like i feel like it might clear the air and show that like you probably shouldn't do this but then it's like that's probably the only thing holding you guys together like a false sense of closeness you know what i mean
2: No,
4: I 100% agree. I've been in, unfortunately, enough situations where there was some, not necessarily even in a relationship, maybe let's say, situationship. And there was some discrepancy about feelings and expectations that were not discussed. And I was like, you know what? Maybe we should stop fucking and figure out what we want to do. And then then someone would say the word Han or. Youngster, the lungs.
2: Hon.
3: Hon. Hon.
4: How dare you pull the wool and pull the carpet from under me?
3: As in sex? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah,
4: Yes. Yes, I've had that statement. I was like, I'm not trying. Because then I'd be like, it seems like you're trying to punish me. And I was like, that's not what I'm doing. I'm 100% just trying to have clear air.
3: Yeah, because sometimes you really are just like, Stigmatized or like mesmerized by the pussy or like whatever it is like mesmerized Continuing to have <laughs> sex when you have like a chaotic relationship Sometimes that's gonna be the only thing that's keeping you guys together I mean, Yeah, like You don't have a clear head even though like people talk about post not clarity, you yeah, know
4: I was literally about to say post nut clarity. I,
3: I actually was. wanted to do a song called post Nut clarity I don't know if you know the artist Alameda she did that song bleach my eyebrows maybe it's like i don't even know i'll show you after but it was like more of like a playful song it would have been fun too but i was like we'll probably end up talking about it anyway but that it's kind of a different concept that one's more about like her being like i should have stayed celibate like having sex and it was disappointing anyway and she's like you must you must have been fucking liars like because you suck in bed type thing but you know Kind of same thing. Mm. Post-not clarity.
4: Have you ever had post nut clarity before?
3: Um, you know, I went through my whole phase and unfortunately I was like really drunk for it.
4: Maybe it, it, it happens sometimes.
3: Yeah. So I think if I would have been sober, I would have had more post-not clarity. I feel like you can't really have post-not cla- clarity unless you were sober when you did it. Cause if not, like you just don't even remember it. I'm talking like blacked out over here. Whoops. Sorry, mom. Oh my God. She listens to this are
4: uh, you can have post night cl- hey mom <laughs> you
3: can t- <laughs>
4: you can have post night clarity like in the morning we're like you just look in the next but hour. i
3: think that's oh yeah like, no i don't mm, that's why true did
4: d- why did i do this
3: yeah that's true okay maybe i have had that we
4: don't even like each other i
3: hate you oh Why'd god that's
4: uh, also post night clarity
3: yeah that's true bit like with strangers Mean, oh, I'm like that, really I mean, out of yeah, myself right I mean, here. You can,
4: I mean, yeah, you could definitely. We mean strangers. She, had, she knew them less than six months. That's what she means by yes. strangers.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Post net clarity is a it's, bitch.
4: I mean, yeah, post net clarity is. But what
3: about in a relationship?
4: Oh, no, there's definitely post clarity. I mean, that this, that's. There's like. I feel like there's like. Uh, post-night euphoria and then post-night clarity. There's Does definitely that come
3: after the euphoria?
4: Yeah, because there's like the, a- I think there's an aspect of uh, I f- feel like a lot of times with like bumpy relationships, there's an aspect where you're like, you can exist and be like, I hate this person. Like, I hate everything about them. But then when you physically get next to them and then something gets sensual, then you remember the physicality. Then it's like, okay, we're gonna get involved. Blah, 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 All blah,
3: blah, blah. the endorphins or whatever.
4: Yeah, and then you're having sex. Hope And if it's successful satisfying sex Then you're just like okay
3: like yes I love them oh my god I miss them so much yeah, and
4: you can talk about things like why were we even
3: fighting I, how
4: did we get here
3: like we need to just remember how much we love each other okay yeah. we can't fight like that anymore
4: and then post that clarity may hit you the next day when someone says why the fuck didn't you text me after I left your house
3: <laughs> when they like, when they remind you of oh, the
4: reason why you hate <laughs> this motherfucker
3: <laughs> like oh yeah that's, that I've had that happen to me so
4: many times. That's like, why, oh, yeah. Same. This is why we can't work out. Mm. And then the thing I will say, I will be open, like, this is why we can't work out. And I was like, but Han, what are you talking about? Obviously, we can fix this if you just change this thing to this thing. And oh. I was like, I don't want to change this thing to that.
3: Yeah. And that's why, that's why there's an issue because nobody wants to change. <laughs> nobody wants to change. It's hard. And I, I saw something where it was, like, if it's, like, hard to make yourself change, why, like, do we think we can make other people change?
4: God uh, Complex.
3: Literally. Because, like, how hard is it to, like, make yourself just fucking sit down, focus, and do shit and stop procrastinating or do this or that or do what the fuck you have to do to get where you need to be? I mean, think of how hard that is and then picture what you're trying to, like, make someone else change. Like, why do you think that's going to be any easier?
4: I mean, I think some people think, I think someone approach it, they can tell someone what to do objectively and still not apply it themselves. Hell, parents do it all the time. A parent would be like, you should be doing this. And you say, mom or dad or whoever you are, that is my guardian, you don't do those things. First of all, don't do what I do, do what <laughs> I say.
3: Literally my mom all the time. Like, why you- why are you talking to me like that? I'm like, what are you? You literally just came at me like that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> you hey, Mom. started it. <laughs> hey, Mom. <laughs> but, yeah, that's so true. It's like we don't like to hold ourselves to the same standard.
4: I mean, like, I don't know. They always say, like, accountants are really good with other people's money, but usually horrible with their own money. Ooh,
3: so. That's a good one. I can. But I Very true.
4: I can. If someone comes to me, they're just like, hey, hon. Hey, Hey, youngster ones. I'm sorry. I'm in a situation where um, I keep fucking up, and I don't know what's happening with me and my partner. And I say, well, clearly it's this, 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 and this. If you at least attempt to change this, communicate about this, say you're going to work on this eventually, and then you'll get to this once we get over the hump, y'all can figure it out. And I can say okay, that.
3: relationship guru.
4: But, like, and I can listen to that and not do any of those things myself.
3: Right, That is hilarious. That is hilarious. I think who was on here one time, and I was, like, telling them how this one guy one time was, like, well, you, like, always preaching about relationships, but, like, do you follow your own advice? And then he was, like, he said, like, they say that those who can't do teach. (laughs) I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) I don't fucking know you guy. (laughs) But, I mean, that's true. It's not Man. always true, though. That's mean to teachers, you know. Some, no. You know, whatever. Fuck you. I do.
4: I mean some people just rather teach versus do, or.
3: Yeah, and sometimes you just teach because you fucking wise, all right. Also, it's, it's
4: easy to remove the emotional subjective subjective element when looking at someone else's life because you just look yeah.
3: objectively. True.
5: Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure
4: That's why people can say like, oh girl, you don't look good in that and give you advice on how to dress, but then they can wear something that doesn't look good in themselves.
3: That's so true. Yeah. It's easier to point the finger than look in the mirror and be like, wait, wait. my hand in the mirror. (laughs) Actually, one of the songs on his EP, what is this EP called, by the way? California? I think so. Yeah. I didn't even realize what it's called california 2021 by the way there's 12 songs i don't know if it's an ep or an album but they're all really good but there's one song on here which one was it oh scratches in the mirror i was like listening to the lyrics where it's like basically yeah there's too many scratches in the mirror just like looking and realizing all the damage you do to yourself and everything that's mm. wrong with yourself and all this stuff i was like oh this is good too there's a lot of good songs on this so go check it out y'all uh,
4: sounds like self-reflection i hate that
3: yeah Fuck that well, Who has time for that Self reflect
4: I gotta keep I get to this paper
3: No time
4: Gotta get this back
3: Yep. And then the chorus is just basically We used to be in love Now we got issues That That's all Very Relatable Understandable Straight to it
4: I'll like, let them, everyone know Who can't see this uh, She zoomed in To see Letters that were already too big <laughs> <laughs>
3: I need glasses, okay? It's okay. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) verse two. But how much more could my heart break? How much more could my soul take? Should we just kick it and escape? Get JD's marry a classmate? What? I
4: don't know the reference to escape and JD from Jermaine Dupri. Oh, Jermaine
3: Dupri. Okay, I saw escape, so I figured JD, and I was like, I couldn't figure out what that was. but.
4: assume Jermaine Dupri
3: very r i know we said we'd really try but after we apologize the same old mistake the same old headache the same old risk we take it must be my fixation for good girls that are vacant i know i'm acting crazy but the heart ain't what you play with
4: she ain't a good girl bro
3: she oh she's not
4: she for the city
3: or is she just reflecting his actions
4: yeah, she's she's whatever you are. <laughs> if you're toxic, she's also toxic.
3: What came first, the chicken or the egg? We don't know. You know that's rough because it's like yeah. someone always does something, and I feel like the more damaged you are, the more triggered you are, the more you sabotage. When like maybe it could be first like fixed if you yeah. didn't sabotage. Yeah, I don't know, but that's why it's like so hard to take a step back and be like. Am I willing to work this out? And yeah. just, that takes a lot of putting your ego aside and living with the fact that someone did you wrong mm-hmm. without, like, retaliating or trying to hold it against them for the rest of the relationship.
4: No, you know, in the game we play, there's winners and there's losers.
3: <gasps> Could it be a tie, though?
4: Um, Yeah, there can be a tie. I have a, I have a lyric that says, play the game if you want. It'll be a tie.
3: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so you know what's up.
4: Um, unfortunately <laughs> I've, I've played the games
3: It's hard
4: out here It's hard out here
3: You know it's hard out here For oh a pimp yeah. <laughs> When you trying to get this money for the rent yeah. <laughs> A pop Maybe I'll do that song on Everyone always Monday. talks
4: <laughs> about that song From <laughs> Hustle and Flow But they don't talk about the problematic ass Other songs from that
3: movie Whoop that <laughs> <trick>. <laughs> <laughs> That, <laughs> that. Whoop that trick! <laughs> Whoop that trick! Damn, they had all the bops on that. All a, the bops.
4: Got fucking the dad from Blackish. I always forget his name, Anthony Anderson or whatever, like because he's into like yeah,
3: yeah. You see that? <laughs> it's Whoop so that fucking that trick. funny, and it's so bad. <laughs> it's like so, like e but it's good. It's good. I love when a movie has like a great like the songs in it are actually fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like they put in the effort. That was a good ass movie. <laughs> uh, Alright so that's a song But we got a lot of themes in this And a lot of fucking points to talk about Okay yeah. We got a lot of questions and things questions. to ponder
4: Preguntas
3: Yes Alright Where shall we start Alright so I was just thinking about Because the song is called Issues It's like we used to have issues uh, What did it say
4: Gotta go back Zoom back in
3: We used to be in love Now we got issues So you know You know, sometimes you listen to a song and, like, not the whole thing applies, but Mm -hmm. it's, like, the chorus applies. So, let's focus on the chorus. We used to be in love. Now we got issues. So, another issue I was, like, thinking about, I'm like, okay, you got problems in a relationship. Like, what is it usually? Mm -hmm. Problems is the issues. It's, like, trying to communicate to each other what are the issues without, like, making shit worse. Like, how do you go about communicating an issue? Because I feel like everyone is very different, Some people like it straight. Some people are very sensitive and don't wanna hear it at all. Is it hypocritical to call someone out if like you're not perfect? Can you say shit? I mean ever.
4: I mean, you can always say whatever you want.
3: Like you don't gotta be like perfect to say shit, right?
4: Yeah. I think that's so I think the biggest issue is realizing that it is an issue. I think in my involvement with the monogs is that (laughs) is that sometimes you feel like you're obligated to deal with things that you should not feel obligated to deal with. So you don't even know it's an issue. Like, even with people compromising their time in ways that create frustrations and don't even know they can say, hey, I feel like this is compromising some things I want to do. And, like, sometimes people don't talk as honestly with each other. Just even the idea of, like, I don't know, like I feel like over-communicating or communicating enough sometimes gets like swept under the rug. And this is a generalization lot of people in monogamous relationships who communicate thoroughly, but there's also a lot of people who just don't communicate thoroughly. They just assume you you know the vibes. Yeah. No, I don't know the vibes. That's <laughs> why we have issues. That's
3: why I, we gotta talk about it. Yeah. Wait. So how would that differ in a not monogamous situation? Like, cause you said like things you gotta deal with in a uh, monogamous I mean, relationship.
4: I mean, I've been in, in situations where the same problems happen. Cause like a lot of times people like. Be like, I'm poly, I'm a tri-poly, but they just have the same behaviors that they may have gotten, like, trained when it comes to monogamy. Like, expectation, like, the, like the expectations on partners and things, but not actually communicating them. And for me, to be in a polyamorous, like, situation, I have to over-communicate. So, even if, like, someone didn't state that they have an issue with something, I just feel obligated. If the energies feel off, to be like, hey, seems like something's off here. You sure nothing's going on? And they're like, no, it's okay. I was like, are you absolutely sure? Because <laughs> I'm feeling envious to be like, why I think something's off. I was like, and the things like that's annoying. And like, it feels annoying. Cause you get taught, like, no one wants to say more than they really want to say Because uh, we get taught, like, uh, we want to em- embrace this romantic aspect of things, right? We just want everything to work. Yeah. Cause I even think about the whole like thing that got taken out of context with like Jada and Will Smith, where, where Jada was like talking about, um, sexually having something it it wasn't hitting the right way and and she realized that it was like selfish on her to never express to will what would make her feel sexually satisfied and she just was like oh i just wish he would just know and it would just connect like we get taught to romanticize yeah. as i did
3: bro. the way their shit gets blown out of context pisses me off so bad like, like they try to make him like the fucking victim like bro yeah
4: i would like to say on this podcast on the first i was here i commented on all of that
3: we we talked about that <laughs> way back okay back but in 2021 yeah
4: but anyway like yeah stuff got blown out of proportion but anyway yeah we romanticize things So we just assume that if someone's our soulmate they should just understand these things like nah sometimes you people need to change if they don't know the issue they can't fix the issue
3: yeah
4: and if you don't say it it, it can be on both sides men women or anything in between you just gotta commu- just say what it is like communicate Cause I
3: want to do you think over communication could be an issue? I think, <laughs> or do you think like you can never communicate too much?
4: I think, in reality, of things you can never communicate too much, but I understand where someone can feel annoyed or f- be told information like it's always something, know. yeah. Because that could be someone's, but that, but that goes into that, and that means there's a bigger issue, like there's so many different
3: things, it's like different expectations at that point, probably,
4: yeah. And that's but that's something you have to communicate, but if you don't, yeah, realize that, so like. It's like you
3: still have to communicate to fix that. You feel like there's the over-communication. But really, it's not over-communication. It's something else. Either way, you need to communicate more to fix that. Yeah. So the answer is always communication. Yeah.
4: Because the thing is, like, if you are a type of person where you don't like responding immediately back to people or you can text someone one time a day and that's fine, but to someone else, they're just like, I need you to text me throughout the day. If that's something that you physically don't want to do or can't do or you don't want to even try to do that's annoying to you, and that's something that someone else really wants and they don't want to compromise on it. That's an issue that seems like y'all can't fix and seem like y'all should choose another path if y'all can't compromise on that. But you would never know if you don't talk And about
3: that's it. what I think some people were like the problem really lays is that sometimes you can communicate something. But, you know, the other person wants to promise or like think that they can fix the issue. But really, it's just like in their DNA... It's fucking impossible, but it's like as much as you keep communicating it, nothing is changing, but they keep promising, and that's like fucked up, because you're just like making someone think that it could work, or like stringing them along, making them think that it could be different, and just, if you're like constantly having to apologize for the same thing, then maybe it's literally just in your DNA, and you need to just communicate that that's not something that you could do, so that the other person could find someone who's willing to do that.
4: Yeah. I agree with. Yeah.
3: yeah, so communication is key, but so is comprehension and being honest when you communicate. Because you can communicate all day, but if you are sitting there fucking lying, making false promises, nothing's gonna fucking change.
4: Um, yeah, that super sucks. Cause it plays with someone else's emotions, and yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think that's in like abusive, but a lot of people don't know like that type of behavior is abusive, but they get taught. that's true
3: yeah people usually think of like abusive just as like purely physical yeah but not really like how your actions can affect someone
4: because like yeah i feel like yeah even talking about the issues thing like a lot of people don't like having hard conversations and the thing is like if you emotionally care about someone you can like care about someone but also be like yo i don't think this is going to work because i think that like you want this out of me I can't do that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, like, we're too different. The things we want are too different.
4: But we get romanticized. We
3: could still have love for each other, and you idealize, like, what it should be and what it could be if things were perfect, but nothing is ever perfect at the end of the day. So then, like, that kind of brings up something else I wanted to talk about, like, the whole idea of ride or die through thick or thin. Mm -hmm. And, like, I know that's probably different for you with, like, polyamory, like, marriage. I don't know. Do you want to get married or like is that something Or you i think you've said you don't right
4: do i <laughs> do i actually
3: um i feel like you have said that that's not I for mean, I've you
4: i've never to be honest i've never imagined myself necessarily getting married um in a traditional sense um there's people who are polyamorous who get married uh, whether it's to they have a main partner and they may have other partners that whatever with or Some people get married to all their main partners, depending on where you are. I think for me, that's not really my main focus, but the idea of thick and thin, I
3: like the idea of sticking through it with someone, no matter how fucking crazy it gets.
4: um, Yeah. I, I, I have those emotional connections to certain people where, uh, even if the version of what we end up being isn't necessarily what I necessarily want or imagine now, I'm still there for them. And I'm, that's also the thing about polyamory, like the situation can change. Like I'm not naive enough or dumb enough to think that someone I care about a lot may fall in love with someone else or may see a more functional relationship, however, version, whatever version they imagine what happened with someone else. And by understanding as human, humans change. And I would never want to block someone from being happy. And but I also don't want to hold on to something that isn't realistic and someone's faking the funk for me, because I'll just feel animosity towards it. Um and and that's the thing that super sucks about how people get taught about love and affection, because you put so many chips into things and you feel like if this doesn't work out, then like what did I put all this investment into? But yeah, so for me, thick and thin, like still a thing. Like even if like my main partners or would just be like, hey huh, realize that this version of me is changing and you can't do the thing or you do whatever. I am like, okay, I understand.
3: What about uh, in terms of, like, it's something you keep communicating about and nothing's changing and, like, you need this to change or be the way you want it to be in order for this to work?
4: Uh, no, I've.
3: I mean, like, I, fuck I'm you, I'm leaving because obviously oh, you no, can't no, no. be what I need or are you sticking it out?
4: Oh, no, I, I was like, I have. Stuck it out I have I have the version of me that left LA to go to Japan in 2019 is not the version of me That exists right now Hell the version of me that was on the first episode of the show is not the version of me I've like had a lot of growth
3: I am not the same version of me that I was at the beginning of the show either (laughs) Mm. Season two season season three Mm. you could probably put a bunch of clips together of (laughs) me contradicting myself On this over and over
4: humans be contradicting is how it happens but we change but no, I, because I think a big journey for me is just like, yeah, sometimes I've existed before and I was like, oh, I can't be wrong. I'm doing the right thing. I'm open minded. I know all these things. And then the thing is that everything changes for each individual person. And then I've definitely, for example, I've had a bout where someone would critique me and say something I'm doing bothers them or something. I, I want to keep it there. Just something in general that I'm doing bothers them. But the thing is, no one else tells me that behavior bothers them. But that doesn't mean. That's not a bad trait. It could just mean they just have normalized themselves and they don't ever express it to me that they don't like it. And I and I was just in a situation where I kept doing that, but then it was like with someone I care about, and I kind of process it afterwards, like if I care about someone and they keep saying it's an issue. Yeah. I think sometimes people
3: take it personally and like, think if somebody tells you like, they don't like this, that it means that you're a bad person or that you're doing something wrong. But realistically, it doesn't mean that it just means that that specific thing is triggering someone or upsetting them. And like, it's not really like that. You're a bad person. It's just, they don't like that and it's okay to change that. I think so many people are just like, Stuck in their ways and feel like they don't have to fucking change for no one. Like just so stubborn, yeah, that they're willing to just like lose a relationship or just throw something away in the name of just like I am who I am. Like like it or leave it. No, yeah. that's, that's kind of toxic.
4: It's super toxic. And yeah. but like I said, like we get so taught like we just put all our chips into one thing a lot of the times, and because. Even I think about it now, with people I've talked to, it's like, yo, because I even imagine, it's like, man, if I put years into something, like, well, we're gonna figure it out. <laughs> we've gone to, we've gone to because I always imagine, like, if I got married to someone, if I did choose the path of getting married, and like, I don't know, eight years in, I don't know if they wanted to start hooking up with someone else or I did, or like, well, some energy was like off, I was like, well, we we're together, we're best friends now. We gotta figure out what version of us being together, like if it wasn't like an abusive thing, obviously, yeah. but just like there was not the passion and they may connect. I was like, okay, I understand. I don't like because at this point, like if it's not toxic and we are literally best friends, but the passion towards certain things changed. I'm just like, we're a team. I want to support you. I want to because I, and for me, and that might be a polyamorous way to look at it. Just like whatever makes the person I care about happy, I want to do that. Because if you're happy, I'm happy. But also, if you're actively trying to work to make me happy, and then it's yeah,
3: because what if like what makes them happy makes you sad?
4: Yeah, and that's something you have to deal with, and you have to remove yourself because that's toxic. Uh, yeah,
3: because I think we have so much like a mentality that's normalized of like you know, ride or die, stick it out through thick and thin, and like realistically, I think if you're just getting hurt, you have to remove yourself because like doesn't mean that they're bad or whatever. It's just, like, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Like, they either can change or they are who they are and, like, that's who they're always going to be. Yeah. So you just have to, like, weigh it out. If you can write it out and, like, you're okay dealing with that shit, go ahead. If not, I don't care if you've been in something and you're, like, fucking 40 years old, 50 years old. I think you should fucking leave if you're not happy because someone out there will make you happy.
4: I think you should, too
3: period amen amen um all right what else do i have over here all right so i had an instagram post that i sent to you earlier it's actually something that somebody sent to me they wanted me to talk about so i was like perfect we can get two people's perspectives because i feel like when people like ask me stuff i'm like okay i can give you my perspective but when i got two people's perspectives that's even better
4: Almost like having more perspective gives we perspective. We love
3: more perspectives. <laughs>
4: we love it here at Simping After Dark.
3: All okay. right, so it's kind of like a, it's kind of a read, mm-hmm. so you guys uh, buckle down. Cool.
4: I remember when me and my ex-husband divorced, and I felt out he stopped drinking his new relationship. Dot, dot, dot. I cried like a baby, because that was all I ever asked him to do, to keep his family. Dot, dot, dot. That shit hurt. Dot, dot, dot. When I spoke to him, I remembered asking him, "Why her? Why did he stop drinking for her?" And he said she was patient. You wasn't. I'm also adding commas where they should have added commas. To <laughs> let you know. Um, those words hurt because I was confused. Like, what the fuck you mean? I was patient for thirteen years. But after going through my healing, I finally understood what he meant by she was patient and I wasn't. He meant she allowed him to be himself, look in the mirror and see his own flaws in order for him to see he needed to stop drinking. And me, on the other hand, I held that mirror to his face daily, making him see all flaws I thought he had. Not giving him a chance to see them himself. Now, in my current marriage, people say my husband changed since being with me. Truth is, I learned from my ex-husband. Ex-husband's girlfriend. There's some grammatical errors here. (laughs) Dot, dot.
3: So I learned from my (coughs) ex-husband's girlfriend. Yeah.
4: So I became patient. I allow my husband to be himself grow at his own pace, congratulate him for his minor achievements and his healing process. She's doing a lot for him. That's not part of this, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And I noticed those small things make a difference in a man. So it wasn't that he changed for her or my current husband changed for me. It's the fact we allowed them to be themselves and heal at their own pace, which in return helped them see the change they needed to make and become the men they desire to be for themselves.
3: The end? Dot, dot. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay, it's time to commit. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that
0: follows. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile, and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at Cox.com internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement of the restrictions apply.
3: Oh, I have so, so I... many thoughts. Yo, I think pers- this bitch got gas lit. Yeah, I'm, I'm
4: <laughs> going to say like off top, any dude listening here, um, I get it. Life's hard. Um, the patriarchy was made before you were born. You exist in it. We're taught to be emotional and all well this other stuff. But that trauma from your parents not raising you right way, your partner, girlfriend, wife doesn't need to re-raise you and cope for all of that stuff is not... Woe was me
3: it's not a woman's job to deal with the negative effects of you and your upbringing like the fact that like she thinks that like she was in the wrong makes me want to scream and you know like multiple things can be wrong and right at the same time like yes like her and her new relationship like oh my god there's so many things we could talk about here okay first Her and her new marriage, like, okay, she let him be him and he at his own pace, whatever. That's fine. I get that. But, like, the fact that the issue in the first marriage was, like, his alcoholism and she thinks she should have just been more patient, baby. You You got gaslit. Like, that is a problem, and that was fine, and I'm sorry that you felt like you were fucking... Nagging or that you were in the wrong or that he changed for the new girl or that you should have approached it different Like you had a family like that. Of course you want to fucking fix that problem
4: Yeah, like that goes back to what we talked about before about the whole fixing issues communicating about issues If you don't know it's an issue you can't communicate it And this person got gaslit and now convinced that she should have dealt with her partner's alcoholism and whatever abuse or whatever came with that And they're so should have waited it out. You don't have no one is obligated to do anything for anyone. Plain and simple, but also no one's obligated to wade you through your problems because you're going through it. Like if someone chooses to do that good for them that's their choice but someone shouldn't feel bad because they can't deal with someone's like abusive things or what they're
3: and i think the thing with like alcoholism or any kind of addiction too Uh is like it's never personal it's never about the other person like people like get themselves out of alcoholism and addiction when they want to yeah it doesn't matter if it was with you or the new girl or somebody that was more quote-unquote perfect or patient like fuck that bullshit He changed finally because he got to a point where he had to because he wanted to. That has nothing to do with you. Like, that is the most toxic shit I ever read. And the fact that, like, it's framed as, like, this thing where, like, she had an epiphany and that she realizes and, like, she feels like once I healed, I realized and all these people liked it and, like, bought it for what it was. I didn't look at the comments, but I hope. Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Because as soon as I read that, I was like, "What the fuck?" You gonna find out? <laughs> you know I'm gonna find <laughs> we out. We need to know. We need to know. Because like someone sent oh, it to me, and I'm uh, guessing like they wanted like my take, and I hope you Did you see the account see.
4: that this is on? No spiritual word this is definitely some religious patriarchy
3: oh god women
4: you must be servitude to the men and make sure because you are the foundation
3: they are the head it's so scary how like people will try to frame like spirituality as this thing to like manipulate people into taking abuse
4: and for the record me and god are gucci but this bullshit about having women just be performing for men to help them with their problems because they free parent, therapy, free therapy. Because I p-
3: saw something the other day, emotion, emotional it. gold diggers. How men are emotional gold diggers. I mean, because they love to call mm. women gold diggers for money, but men are out here using women as free therapists, their friend to confide in. Because patriarchy and toxic masculinity has taught them that they can't be open and vulnerable with their homies. But when they get a girl, she has to take everything yeah. on her shoulders. That's emotional gold digging. So just think about that.
4: Yeah, and then if a girl has, like, more than, like, two bodies on them, they're just like, you're, th- I can't do, I can't, man. <sighs> <The> f-
3: <laughs> Lord, the way people still fucking talk about that. Yeah. Like, how is this still a topic? You
4: no, know, Before I go reading these comments, before I lose this, and you can edit this out, but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, do you know the uh, R&B artist Donnell Jones?
3: Donnell Jones. That sounds so familiar. He has
4: a really famous song called Where You Wanna Be. It has like a part in the chorus that says, scooby <laughs> dee I never meant to hurt you, baby.
3: <laughs> Maybe if I heard the song.
4: All right. Um, but in the song, so the whole the whole concept of the song is this sorry, I'm watching my language. This homie, <laughs> Don L. Jones, he is like the whole song, he's like telling, like, yo, girl, I don't want to hurt you. But I want to sleep with other people, but you want to be with me so bad. And it hurts me the fact that I keep hurting and cheating on you. And I want to break up with you. Sleep with these women, but I know it's going to hurt you. But I don't want to do. That's like the general premise of the song. So throughout the song, by the time it gets to the third verse, she leaves this homie and. (laughs) 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 She leaves this homie and then uh, goes on a date. He, she's been dealing with this man, cheating, going to parties, doing whatever, screaming skibbity it up the whole <laughs> song. And then she goes on a date with a dude, a, n- a nice young person who seems like, who actually cares. Hasn't. Wholesome. And he's like, shows up outside of mm. the restaurant in the window in the rain, screaming it, Pretty much like, baby, no. Baby, no. Don't let that man have sex with you. Baby, no. Oh, no. Baby, no. Don't God. do it. Oh, baby, no. And then she like a fool, runs outside in the rain to, like, hug and kiss him.
3: And he's oh, like, my fucking so God. Sorry. I'm so sorry, baby. Then uh, he cheats on her tomorrow. I mean, probably. But the point is, this is
4: that bullshit. That whole, like, dude being like, oh, this is going
3: dish. I need
4: time to, like, think about this type of bullshit. Yo, oh,
3: so,
2: my anyway, God. Reading this just reminded me of that video.
4: And every time that song, because I used to love that song when I was younger, it would come on. <laughs> and I was like, God, older oh, to listen to the lyrics, I was like,
3: So many songs like
4: that. This man is gaslighting, this woman.
3: So many songs like that. That's so fucked up. But yeah, this whole thing, like, at so many points, I just want to be like, wait, wait, wait. Like, oh. And, like, it's so sad that it's on, like, a spiritual Instagram account. Like, yeah. trying to frame it as, like, yeah. just heal, and you will understand that you just need to be more patient with this alcoholic abuser, even yeah. though you have kids with him and have to live with him and deal with his bullshit. Ash, be more patient.
4: For real, when I was reading it, I was like, this sounds like this is some, like, what they would tell you at a church once you find out, like, your husband's going through some stuff. Like, you should just stick it out. You got kids. Oh, What you gonna do is gonna God. look bad for the community.
3: It's so sad how they, like, make women have to deal with abuse, man. That's fucked up is everyone just like agreeing is nobody Is nobody smart
4: uh, well no there's definitely some people who are just like um um <laughs> no ma'am <laughs> don't let that man guilt you into taking responsibility for his flaws uh translation he realized he messed up and vowed to change in his next relationship no need to guilt trip How's, he's a, yeah some of these top ones are better than other ones good <laughs> There's a thin line between being patient and wasting time.
3: Period.
4: Uh, Someone's like, I'm 50-50 on this. Fuck out of here.
3: Oh, my God. It's so sad. And this is where I think the whole issue of pick-me's come in. So we could kind of talk about that. Because I feel like being a pick-me very much is, like, adjacent with willing to just take abuse in the name of keeping a man. Because a pick-me is very much going to be, like... I was patient and kind and healed him and allowed him to take 20 years to improve in the name of being a wife and not getting divorced. So you don't want to fall into that. Like, I promise you, there's more to life than keeping a man while you're getting dragged through the mud.
4: Continue with your beautiful monologue.
3: What you find?
4: Upsetting us. Just dudes <laughs> in the comments being like oh don't you know that sometimes dudes can just not work out for this relationship and it's just better in the other relationship because they have freedom and they grow people deserve time to grow <laughs> i mean no yeah you can grow uh, you can realize you were a dick in this relationship and realize that there's another person you're with and they're just like hey Person about the start this relationship, you kind of seem like a dick, and then you're just like, "Oh man, am I?" And then because you want to be with that person enough, you change being a dick to change. But the other person should not feel bad about the fact you were a whole ass dick the whole time.
3: Literally, literally, and they're all a bunch of freaking what was it, Donnell Jones or Darnell?
4: Bunch of Donnell Jones.
3: <laughs> like they they would never sit there if the freaking roles were reversed. I can guarantee you no man let, sit there let, and take it. Let
4: me let me read you the opening lyrics to uh, Donnell Jones. <gasps> I left my baby girl a message saying I won't be coming home. I'd rather be alone. She doesn't fully understand me, but I'd rather leave than to cheat. If she give me some time,
3: I think I I can, have her.
4: <laughs> I can be the man she needs. But there's a lot of lust inside of me, and we've been together since our teenage years. I really don't mean to hurt her, but I need some time to be alone. And the chorus goes, but when you love someone, you just don't treat them bad. Oh, how I feel so sad. Now that I want to leave. She's crying her heart to me. How could you let this be? I just need time to see where I want to be.
3: Don't they always need time? <laughs> yo, how? <laughs> to go do their fuck shit yo, while you're I, sitting there crying. Yo, how
4: do you tell someone? Hey. Hey, girl, I want to cheat on you. And I'm probably going to do it, but I, I also don't want to break up with you because I know you want to be with me, but I just want to let you know. I want to cheat on you, but I don't want to hurt you. So I'm in a predicament. I don't know what to do.
3: I feel so fucking bad that I got to do this. Like, how are you confessing how bad you feel before you do it? Like, you can't just not do it. No, oh, this is so wild. I don't know, Jose ain't shit for this. Wild, absolutely unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. Yeah, so uh, in terms of pick me's, do you think guys see when girls are pick me's?
4: Uh, just for we can have c- continuity. So, what do you consider a pick me? Just so I can we reveal the same page.
3: Pick me's is girls that are just willing to go along with whatever a guy has to say in the name of being picked, you know, not being discarded yeah. based on her going against what a man has to say and just dealing yeah. with anything even if it's degrading.
4: Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Same page.
3: So if you see like usually it's like stuff on the internet. Okay? So yeah. specifically last week's episode, mm. what was it called? Mm. Season 5, episode 4, mm. When It's oh, Real. Back. Um <laughs> my pick me segment was about this girl that was talking about like oh like ladies you need to realize like men need alone time and they just need their peace and quiet and that's okay you just need to give him his space Mm -hmm, mm
4: -hmm. because he's a child
3: and that was just basically and all the dudes in the comments like yeah you deserve an award for this this is tweet of the year like you deserve everything and then there was another girl in there like but what about like if i just be quiet? Basically along those lines. (laughs) And then this guy's like, well, I'll need to hear it from your man to confirm. She's like, trust me, he has peace. Like, are there sane men out there that see (sighs) things like this and they're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you're weird? Because for me, I feel like guys see it and they're either going to be grossed out because, like, they're fucking smart and grown and not weird like that. Or they're going to take advantage of a girl like that and be with her because they don't want no one that's ever going to contradict anything or go against them or try to make them change their ways like this fucking crazy Instagram post.
4: I mean, like but if you get taught based off whatever your background whatever, if you get taught that that's a goal for you, you should find a woman that would compromise whatever they will do for you. Like
3: Red Pill Nation, how they're like, if she ever goes against you, she's not the one.
4: Yeah, and that's that's how unfortunately some people feel like I have never felt that way. I've definitely been in situations where people try to socialize and teach me that, and I was always just like, that just seems weird. Because for me, like, for me, I have too. It might be because of being egotistical. Yo, the fact that someone will like compromise themselves and not be happy just to act like they are just for me just bothers me too much. I can't trust. Like that. a turn
3: off, maybe it's a, a huge
4: turn off to me. Like yeah. the fact that you would compromise your own integrity for me. Just because, like, it just seems like you're not happy, but also just seems like you don't have your own identity. And I love, I love passion, I love identity.
3: I have a backbone.
4: Yeah, I those are like the hottest things for me. Like, someone who just has a passion, clear vision, and also has their own personality, whether it's bad, good, or in between.
3: I'm that's the big. thing with pick me's is they don't have any of those yeah. things.
4: I don't want your personality, just remove the patriarch in general. I don't want anyone's personality to be wrapped around existing around mine. I want you to have your whole. That I and need to learn. And you know what's so
3: funny? I keep seeing people talk about this on TikTok. That whole thing about how if you look at like guys' dating profiles, a lot of them are like, mm. "I want someone to like do this with me, this with me, this with mm. me," and they basically want like a girl to just fit into their life, versus just finding someone that they like get along with that they can grow with. Like they're just like, "I need a girl to watch football with me, to go fishing with me, to go hunting with me, do this that," versus like girls are just like.
4: I don't think my profile says anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know my
2: profile God. says nothing like that.
3: Yeah, and, like, there's no problem with, like, wanting to have similar interests. But I think the difference between, like, someone that wants to pick me versus someone that doesn't is, like, you're willing to have things that you're different about, that you don't see eye to eye on, that, like, you don't have to have all the same fucking hobbies. Like, you're willing to try new things, but it's not like you're going to discard someone based on if they're not willing to do these things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wanting someone to fit into your life versus both of you mutually adjusting and fitting into each other's lives. And that's the thing about pick-me's is they will throw their whole life away, change up their whole personality based on who they're with, and, like, compromise their morals and, like, self, sense of self and identity.
4: But what I will say, um, because, like, this kind of is connected and... Cause I know there's like a sometimes an argument about people who say things like uh, they were prefer to like the concept of being a housewife. Like they're like, oh, I would rather just like take care of the house, have children, do whatever. Cause whether or not they've been socialized to believing that and they want to do something else, I can't change that. Cause whatever yeah. path you want to live,
3: that ain't no problem. So
4: even with like pick like as much as that super sucks, ultimately if that's what they want to do, unfortunately, that's it, it. It sucks and hurts, cause like. Most of the times I've ever gotten issues with someone i try to talk to has been, like, I've always been, like, what are your passions? What do you want to do? And they've just been very wishy-washy about it. Because I just, like, I just, how my energy is, like, if I see someone has, like, a vision or, like, a passion, even if, like, I don't know the skill or I don't have that skill. But I just want to be, like, well, how can I help that person achieve their goal? That's why I get motivated by it. Because they want to do the thing. And that motivates me to want to do my thing, you know?
3: Yeah, true. Well. Yeah, that's something also that I had, like, seen was it was this girl on TikTok. I don't know if it was a podcast or something, but she was talking about how, like, she had been with, like, a dude for, like, years, but, like, recently it just felt like she was, like, leveling up and, like, doing all these things, but, like, he was just not ambitious at all, had no goals, and, like, that could be an issue, and, like, the issue is not in itself that, like, someone doesn't have ambition. Like, if your ambition is to just fucking chill and do what you do, make your money, that's it, that's fine, like, and that's yeah. completely fine, Ain't nothing wrong with that, that's chill as fuck, but, like, yeah, when it starts to be an issue in a relationship, that's when you need to take a step back, and that's when maybe people talk about, like, when you grow apart, because maybe at the beginning, you guys are both down for that, but if, like, someone's, like, having different ambitions, that's probably going to become a problem, that I could see how that would become a turnoff, looking at your partner while you're, like, working out here and, like, they're not. And it's completely valid as, like, yeah. kind of sad as it is, I guess. I mean,
4: yeah. Yeah. that Yeah. I mean, like I said, I can't tell people how to. Because you have to normalize your life to whatever accessibility. Because some people don't even have the option to really choose. Because, like, I don't know, I imagine if. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, if you're one of those families that where I feel like you just kind of exist to, like, get to a point for. Like, your whole goal in life is to find someone that will be the head of the household and breadwinner and stuff, and that's how your family has even raised you to be, and that's all you've ever aspired to be. The idea of like not basing your personality around someone else can sound yeah. foreign and
3: But I think the problem is like where you don't have a backbone. Yeah. Like I recently talked about that whole issue with like Kim and Connie with a band aid. I don't know if you I saw heard that I heard you talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> Recap if you guys haven't seen that, basically Kim was, like, venting to Chloe about how, like, her and Connie got into it because, like, she got him a Band-Aid, and he was, like, this Band-Aid's, like, fucking with my outfit. I don't know if it was the color of the Band-Aid. You know, Band-Aids are made in different skin tones, and obviously, yeah. like, he's darker. So I think that's what it was. And, like, that's valid. I already went over that. But it was, like, the fact that he turned it into a whole fucking issue trying to make her go get a new Band-Aid, like, right now instead of, like, hey, next time, add it to your to-do list type thing, you well, know? Well,
4: Kim... If you cared about Kanye, you should have just got him the Band-Aid.
3: Yeah, so that was Khloe, and it was like so sad because it's like (laughs) Khloe, baby. We all see how your relationships work out, and how being a people pleaser works out for you, right? Um, so what was my point about this? About like
4: Tristan Thompson did not know that was his baby. Clearly,
3: oh my god, this poor lady.
4: Jordan Woods was right.
3: (laughs) And, like, my thing I always think about with that whole situation is like, how much taller is Tristan Thompson than Jordan Woods? You're telling me it was all her. She like jumped up to him, climbed up to him, and gave him a kiss. They're like a foot at least apart. I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah to come down, baby. I'm sorry.
4: I mean, he came down.
3: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that whole thing, basically, and like the idea about like, not having a backbone okay i posted about that whole clip and this girl literally was just like but i mean she could have just got the band-aid and i went to her page and her whole page was just dedicated to making excuses for men and like how to please a man i was like in shock too stunned to speak and that's like how you're saying like some people really are just just raised like that and they truly don't see the issue being a people pleaser or how like they can be taken advantage of yeah so
4: uh yeah i just thought about something just imagine uh, when the whole jordan tristan thing happened chloe be like how could jordan make out with tristan in public at his party and i was like how could tristan make out with jordan in
3: public at his like party? she really only <laughs> blamed jordan like she turned into like a evil as a villain
4: the, the 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 whole like the Will Smith family Had to come out protect her And make, give her a platform a red table talk To speak out and stuff I was like what
3: That shit was a wild What a <laughs> womanati <laughs> She was really weird for that And it was definitely just Embarrassing Like we could all see you Shitting on Jordan While you're sitting there Just like <laughs>
4: Kylie's just like Thinking
3: Jordan. your man's innocent he's like,
4: Jordan, you're my best friend. How dare you hook up with Tristan? How dare Tristan hook up with
3: me? What? Like, he literally has a history of that. Like, the fact, like, she took him from someone that was pregnant. Like, how else did you think this was going to end?
4: Shout out to True.
3: God, poor True. (laughs) I feel so bad. (laughs) But uh, I don't think he cares. I feel like that guy just... Doesn't give a fuck about none of his kids, none uh, of his baby mamas. I don't
4: know what people care and don't care about. I just know based off the actions, uh, he does not care about having sex with other people who aren't, Clo- uh, Kourtney Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian. Sorry.
3: Yeah, no, he doesn't care, cause dude, all this shit is televised. Like, if you're no. doing all this shit, knowing it's televised, and like your child is gonna grow up and see this shit one day. You don't care.
4: I mean, I just, I like I said when we were talking about the first episode with the Will Smith and Jada thing, I was like just open up and just say you poly and keep keep it keep it pushing.
3: Yeah, honestly, but I feel like once it's like you have that many public cheating scandals, it just looked like you just folded in the name of keeping a man at that point. Mm-hmm. And girls do that. I think some girls do end up in like open relationships oh, in the name yeah. of keeping a man, and oh, that's yeah. another pick me thing. It's like. You that just don't want to lose big thing, him. Yeah. You don't want to like look bad, so you'd rather just let the world know that you're open in case your man fucks someone without telling you. Which that's not really like a healthy open relationship. Like, aren't you supposed to communicate about these things? I mean, everyone has their own rules, but yeah. either way, you're just trying to save face at that point.
4: How dare you have sex with my best friend in my bed?
3: We're open, <laughs> yeah. So we're open. Yeah so uh,
4: If you didn't yeah. want me to have sex with your best friend Why would you let her come to my house
3: Fucked up Yeah Um. Okay I ha- we have a lot of topics But I wanted to get to one before we wrap it up One yeah. last thing
4: you know, we, we've been, we went off this episode
3: Is it, We had a lot of topics yeah. So it's okay This yeah. outline was long as fuck Yeah.
4: Um. <laughs> you want to go first <laughs> So Ashley
3: So this guy was like should talk about this <laughs> is that what
4: i said i said "Uh, because so my general idea we were talking about a bunch of things about relationships yeah and
3: that's something spicy we could talk about
4: compromising so uh ashley uh what would make you cheat if you
3: and you already predicted my answer i was like i would cheat if i was cheating back <laughs> gotta get my lick back
4: gotta get to gotta get, get back
3: that's pretty much it uh you go, and then we can expand. Okay.
4: Uh, my response is also, I would cheat if someone cheated on me.
3: Are you lying? No. <laughs> <laughs> so we both have the same answer. Okay. but So have you cheated before?
4: Um, in my adult life.
3: What does that mean in your adult
4: life? Oh, no, because, like, I th- when I think about to like, um...
3: Like, after high school?
4: Like, after high school. Because there's, like, definitely times, like, before, like, college. Seventh
3: definitely.
4: grade. I mean, like, there's just, like, different times. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. There's,
3: there's. We'll say after high school. There's.
4: I have definitely participated.
3: Or in, in a long-term term relationship. How about that? Long.
4: Yo, out <laughs> to be honest with you, outside of, like, my poly uh, relationships, I don't think I've ever been in a monogamous relationship consistently more than six months at
2: a time.
3: Okay.
4: It's like a, a standard burnout period for six cause six months like where you get the passion you deal with the stuff, and then at six months you realize we don't like each other and then you stop and then you come back together at some point and you try it again, So a lot of six I call it the six month rotation
3: when it's like new again
4: yeah, um uh, but no like i've d de- i have definitely been in situations where i've comp may have compromised understanding or whatever, but um but yeah, I have, and I think the thing. I will always say, no one can make someone cheat. Like, no one, well, no, I think, I think if you're in a committed relationship and you understand that, no one can make someone cheat. You can, like, choose to cheat for whatever reason. It can be justified.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but no, but at one, the end of the day, you chose to do that.
4: Yeah. You chose to do it. And I've definitely, um,
3: that's kind of like what my experience was. Yeah. Cause, like, I've cheated before and my thing was like, and it was, like, one time, one time only. and But I immediately felt bad and, like, broke up with him. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell him why. I mean, it had reasons, but that's the thing is, like, there was a lot of reasons and, like, things leading up to, like, where we weren't seeing eye to eye anymore. And, like, it just felt like he just didn't care anymore. And then, like, something happened where I was out without him. He didn't even fucking care. I was, like, trying to get him to come, but he was just didn't want to. I was like, fuck you. So I ended up getting drunk and, like, made out with some guy I didn't fuck or anything and like I felt so bad and like I broke up with him basically because I just told him it was because the issues we had because the issues that kind of pushed me quote-unquote to cheat was like the reason that I had been thinking about breaking up anyway so just like me cheating made me realize like I can't be in this no more like if I cheated it's because I obviously don't love him anymore we don't need to be together anymore so that was, like, the reason for me. But, like, now I would obviously break up before I got to that because yeah. it's fucked up. Yeah. But other than that, I would only cheat if I was, like, cheating back. But also at that point, I would just break up with someone if I was going to cheat. Like, I technically wouldn't play those games. But, like, if I needed to yeah. have a reason to cheat, that would be the reason. But I wouldn't, you know?
4: Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. I've I definitely... In the space of, like, being in a situation, if someone did something, I've definitely retaliated to, to something along the lines of cheating. Um, but I also, like, have to admit that I've definitely operated in ambiguous circles where I may have been aware of someone's expectation. Whether or not I've said I agree to those expectations, uh, someone may have had those expectations of me, and I operated with not within those lines, and I regret that. But I think, like, in general, what, what makes someone cheat... Well. It's a couple of things. So I feel like some people cheat because they just want to hook up or do whatever they want to do, no matter what. And some people do it just because, I don't know, someone, because unfortunately, a lot of times people operate in what are you, what have you done for me lately type of energy. Because so sometimes like if you, definitely if you've been with something for an extended period of time. And y'all might be in the low part of the relationship just because, like, I don't know, money stuff might be an issue. Someone might be having family issues. Like, just in general, every time you're hanging around each other, it's always processing Oh, I think I know what
3: you mean. Like, when people are like, oh, you just haven't been showing me love like that lately. Yeah. So I had to go find it somewhere else.
4: Yeah, but then someone, like, even though you understand it's temporary, because it becomes easy. It's easy for someone who doesn't know you. It's easier to talk about bullshit to someone you don't know versus someone you're close
3: oh my god right? people use that excuse all the time where it's like well i could talk to them and i just haven't been able to talk to you lately. of course you could talk to them you guys don't have fucking real life issues you don't have history of course it's fucking easy with them like what do you like are you serious that's so fucking childish but
4: yeah i would even say like from perspective not just because this technically isn't cheating even from perspective of poly there's uh, moments with partners where like because i'm the closest person to them every time we end up interacting, if they're going through like a low period or whatever, it's always like very low talking about heavy stuff. And they're just like, Oh, I don't really want to do things like yeah. have sex or whatever, because we're not in the mood. But then like for someone else who's like a side partner, they don't have to deal with that. So they're just like, Oh, I get, to get all the other benefits of what you've gotten, whatever. And like, there's like definitely times I like felt ways about that, but let, but the process, instead of like, even though my gut feeling was just like, Oh, I can get, get back too. And, but I was like, or I could just have a conversation to, like, yeah. talk about it. And even though it's technically not cheating, even in poly, but because emotional cheating happens. Because cheating really is like comes with intent, right? Yeah. So if your intent is to, like, do something in relation to something else, then that's cheating. But me and Ash's answer is the only reason we would cheat.
2: And cheat we get cheated, back. Yes. Because
4: <laughs> we're going to get our get back. You ain't going to have this. I always say, if I'm looking stupid, you looking stupid And then we are like Two motherfuckers look, Looking stupid In front of each other
3: Then we all Gonna look Stupid <laughs> uh, Bet Bet You're Trying to make me look stupid You to look Real way. fucking stupid. stupid So toxic though
4: we Just talk. break
3: up We toxic
2: toss-
3: No we're not <laughs> 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 You're toxic Not me <laughs> Okay <laughs> You know sometimes You can have unhealthy uh, patterns and behaviors. I don't think that's necessarily toxic. No, I
4: agree. Right? You know? But you can learn. And you can grow. Are,
3: I think if you're, like, willing to learn and grow, then it's not toxic. Like, if you're, like, I'm toxic and I accept it. Like, if you're, like, all those people in Hoodville's comments, like, hee no. I'm like, y'all are toxic as hell. No. Oh, my God. But that's a conversation for another day another day thank you everyone for tuning in and sticking around to the end make sure to follow me simpin after dark on twitter instagram TikTok, all of that new episodes every wednesday 7 p.m thank you for coming on anything you want to plug
4: um yeah, I would like to thank Seven After Dark, thank gosh, you for having me on. You could also follow me at Young Student Loans at all the ads, but Young without the O, so like Young instead of Young Student Loans. Young, Y U N G S T U D E N T L O A N S. Those Young student loans you haven't paid. Student loans. Notes. Uh, project coming out soon. King of the Low Key and Emo Space Odyssey.
3: Ooh, lit. That sounds exciting.
4: I'm super stuck for the project.
3: May 15th. Can't wait to hear it. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Bye.